Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, coming to you. It is a minute over the hour seven. And of course, Wednesday Live, the name of the show. And uh, we are at the second hour of the show. Um, let me welcome uh, the men of God who are also on the line. Muruti Muraka is on the line. Greetings to you, sir. Greetings, uh, my beloved brother, and greetings to uh, Prof. Kabamba. Greetings also to the listeners and participants on, on this show. In the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. In the mighty name of Yahusha Hamashiach. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Let me also welcome Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also on the line. Muruti, greetings to you and welcome. Yeah, greetings to you too. And thank you very much for us again tonight. And greetings to uh, Pastor Murake and uh, on all the listeners. We love you very much. We are here to serve you. And also say thank you very much to Radio Pulpit. Amen to that. And then, of course... The show must take you to the king. And today we are actually going to be talking about hidden idolatries. Hidden idolatries. Which means idolatries that we find amongst us. And we just pass them by without knowledge or note. But hidden idolatries. Um, I have been looking at the posts on this news channel when they advertise their presenters. And then I saw uh, there are some signs that these presenters are doing, you know, and uh, these signs say quite a lot about the spirituality of a person. Uh, and, and I said, wow, that sign is hidden. But look at this guy, how he has hidden it, you know. And uh, I looked at this boxer that I follow, a guy who, who, who does boxing. And then when he went off his bus... He lifted his hands to the people and then he made a sign. Uh, and that sign says a lot, referring to a goat and stuff. Um, and that is why we're talking about hidden idolatries or, uh, you know, hidden idols that we see amongst us. Or we have permeated or we even worship these things, you know. So we are looking into that. And since we started late at seven, we are just going to lay a preface on this, you know, an introduction of a sort. Then we will get to it quite next week uh, and, and tackle it quite properly next week. Take me to the king. First and foremost, just a bit of it. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Oh yes, take me to the king. And then of course we are together right through up to 8 o'clock and uh, Maruti Muraka and also Pastor Samuel Kabamba uh, on the line. We are outlining uh, uh, the, the hidden idolatries that we find amongst ourselves these days. And the word of God speaks with regards to idolatry, you know, uh, and uh, how its characterizations you know, um, and and the, the aspect of these things also at times we are unaware. That's why we say some hidden idolatries. The word of God speaks in in Second Kings chapter nineteen verse eighteen says, "And have cast their gods into the fire, for they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and and stone." 
therefore they destroyed them. Um, it should be the attitude that we get with regards to that. The work of man's hands. Um, uh, anything that is a work of man's hands. And we seem to be, you know, casting accolades to him more than the recognition we give uh, to the almighty creator and the savior. Then, then it becomes a bit of a problem much of the times also there. In Genesis chapter 35 verses 2, Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods and change your garments and purify yourselves. Put away the foreign gods that are among you and purify yourselves and change your garments. Hidden idolatries is when we have these foreign gods that are found amongst us that we really need to actually work on by putting them away uh, because they render us impure and they render us defiled. Hence, to put on the new garments or to change our garments. It is foreign gods amongst us and we have to identify these and know what they are even all about. Gods that are not of the household of uh, uh, our father. And these have become infiltrators um, that somewhat somehow had been filtered through in, into um, our ways of life. The worship of money. The worship of uh, uh, women. The gender. Worshipping of genders. You know, we have seen that. Uh, we have seen also the worship of spirits, the spiriticisms. We have seen now people really going for what we call mysticisms, mystical prophecies and all those kinds of things and stuff. We have seen people going for that and, and really saying it is the Lord even though it is not. And uh, we have also seen um, the glorification of, of denominations. Uh, where people could even get on a plane and go to worship somewhere so that they feel that God would touch them if they'd gone there, being laid a hand by that person and all those kinds of things. We had seen that really happening. These are hidden um, idolatries. It means hidden practices um, that we find amongst ourselves. The celebration of these unholy days, you know, um, uh, these things had become hidden idolatries amongst us oh man i don't want to talk about that time of september when they say it's a cultural what or heritage what and then people come with all those mm. kinds of things and stuff and um, we had gone on to also see uh, 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 likenesses of anything that is in heaven and likenesses also imply photos that we hang and we say this is the photos of yahushua mashiach uh, we put them there and say, no, that is a photo of this person with some hair long and all those kinds of things. Uh, and and we have put it there. We have put it there. This guy is also on, on a cross hanging and all that. And, and, and we have likened this uh, to an extent, to something, you know, that should go with what the church is all about. And that's a very big problem that we see. Um, uh, hidden idolatries also I don't know if you have seen this where pastors now these young men they sit on top of older women and all those kinds of things exposing their body and all those kinds of things and stuff and saying it is deliverance we see all these kinds of deliverances which are idolatries the worshipping of, of sex spirits uh, that, that, that come as if it is <laughs> it is deliverance. We we see those things really coming across and happening. Exodus 20 verse 4, it says, You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in earth beneath, or that is in the water, and even under the earth. You should also check our emblems. You know, um, they would show hidden idolatries also. They say quite a lot, these emblems, you know. And molded gods, you know, what we had created for ourselves, the things that people are worshipping their ministries instead of God. 
these things are molded. It's a very, very sad thing that we see these days. Let me start with you since we have this time. Let us just lay a preface of introduction. What comes to mind about these hidden idolatries, these practices that are, are hidden amongst us? I don't know if Murutimraka is still with me. Are you with me, sir? Okay, and uh, uh, Pastor Sam, are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. Yes, okay, let me start with you then, Pastor Sam. Uh, these hidden idolatries, we see them much at the times, to an extent that they've even defiled the true image of what we should know about the true church, isn't it, sir? Uh, thank you very much for the question. Uh, when uh, you look at the word idolatry, first of all, you need to understand, uh, speaking to us as uh, uh, extreme adoration, I mean, admiration, love, or reverence for something or someone. When you talk about idolatry, as we just, I mean, we're talking today about the hidden idolatry. I mean, this is a very sensitive uh, topic in a way because uh, uh, we wouldn't, I mean, uh, there are too many things that uh, when you start considering them and going deeper, you, and you will come to that point of uh, uh, seeing that uh, a lot of us, we found ourselves into idolatry without uh, noticing because uh, it's just, uh, it's a, there's a thin line. Uh, in terms of understanding. Because today, when you look around, we have too many things that are going on. Uh, today we're talking about uh, uh, people are literally worshipping uh, their job. Some, they, uh, mm. they worship their, their, their bosses. Some, they, they, they revere their bosses more than, than anything. Uh, some, they take, you know, when you talk about idolatry, you know, we, we could go, we found out that there are too many things that are going on in life that if you have to check one by one, mm. you see somehow, somewhere we've given uh, ourselves to, to some things or some uh, people, we've given more attention to them than to God. Because you remember, idolatry has everything to do of uh, uh, loving something or worshipping something more than God or having paying more attention to something else than God. That is idolatry. The moment you start, uh, 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 you, you know, you, you, you start, I mean, w- Respecting more your pastor, for instance, your, your, your bishop, your, your prophet more than, than God. You know, if he comes in, it's like God has just appeared. Without us noticing and knowing that this is a, another way of idolatry, but it does not come as idolatry. It comes as what uh, we respect the man of God. But we don't realize that, I mean, somehow we've gone to that place of worshiping him. Some they've gone to a place of when the man of God comes in, they have to, to, uh, to kneel down. They have to, I mean, uh, go flat on the, uh, go on the floor and allow the men of God to pass. You know, some they they they've gone to that place of a uh, of a uh, uh, you know they cannot uh, just miss uh, any event. For instance, you know, the, the event is so bigger to them than any other thing. You mentioned about uh, uh, some signs that are going on in life. You know, deep down when you check, you found that uh, truly uh, idolatry is just uh, in uh, in in front. We don't realize that it's in front of us. Mm. We, we, we're facing it every day. Yeah. Uh, people are getting into idolatry on, the, on a daily basis. On Today a daily we have basis. People who are, who, are, who are putting, I mean, uh, uh, their pastor's uh, photos on their cars. Mm. Uh, they need to see. If some, they put their pastor's photos on the fridge. When mm. The first person they see, you remember, uh, if, you up, if you wake up in the morning, some people, I mean, some of, some of us, I mean, the first thing you do is go to the fridge and open the fridge. Mm. Now, imagine... Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, your, your, your pastor's picture is on the fridge. I mean, that's the first person that you see. Hey, you know, but we don't realize that it's, it's, it's already uh, uh, idolatry. We don't yes. see that that way. Yes. We, we, we don't see that. I mean, uh, for your car, I mean, you, you put. I mean, the, your pastor's. I mean, photo in, in, in on your car on your dashboard when you uh, you enter your car. That's what you see. Mm. And, and I mean, it's somehow you, you even when you are driving, you're, you're calling his name, his name or the, the God of my pastor. But you don't realize somehow, somewhere, it is an attraction. It's, uh, it's uh, something that is hidden. It does, it's not openly uh, as what is hidden. You know, today we have this uh, in our churches. Pastors tell us, uh, I mean, uh, if, you're not, if you're not connected to me, you never get it uh, right. Then mm. you start, uh, uh, I, mean, for, I mean, you start, in, in a way, you start respecting more than anything. That's mm. another form of idolatry. Mm. And then when you look at it, and as the Bible speaks to us, you can never have any other 
uh, image apart from me. I mean, yeah. Today, in our, in our current world, it's a bit different from the, the past. Because the past, you know, we, when you read the Bible, it's that like everybody was just doing the things of God. It's mm. like everyone was just worshipping God. And then they, it was easy to say, hey, the, the people of Israel, when they're moving from Egypt to, uh, to, to, I mean, to Canaan, whatever happens, I mean, they had to go with God. And then if they could worship something else, it was easy for them to see that, hey, you're going uh, somewhere else, you're going astray. But mm. nowadays, because we are too busy with many things, these go to work, these go to this, these go to that. We are not all, we are not all of us in the same place. And then we found that, I mean, we, 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 we worship, we give admiration to things, to people that are, are not God. Mm. And we feel comfortable. You know, we, we, we go with that. Some people, they'll tell you, that I worship my job. Some people say, I worship my wife. Some, you know, there are words that we use sometimes, but don't realize that those words are deep. They are very I mean, uh, uh, sensitive when you use them, and they take us to a place where God does not see his, uh, his glory at all. Mm. Today, people will run to, to work on time. They will give more respect to go to work on time, but when you come to church, they come late. And who mm. are they worshiping? Who are they, who are they I mean, revering in that, in, that, in that regard? He says they are, more giving, they are giving more attention to their money than to God. And yeah. this is this. I think we can. There's two things we can talk about. I mean, I wanted to put this as a, our introduction. Wow, I hear you quite well. Thank you so much. And uh, of course, we were able to also get Muruti Muraka. And uh, we see this other aspect also. Ishmara, right? Leviticus 26 verses 1, you shall not make idols for yourselves, neither a carved image nor a sacred pillar shall you rear up for yourselves, nor shall you set up an engraved stone in your land to bow down to it. Yeah, a memorial, an engraved stone. For I am the Lord, uh, for I am the Lord your God. Now, we see these very aspects much at the times, Maruti. And, um, uh, uh, I mean, you know, Yahuwah is warning us. He's warning us so much, you know, um, that we should not even build places or erect centenaries that would be engraved, you know, so that we go bow to these in sort of in inverted commas remembrances and stuff. It, it's not supposed to be that way. And hidden idolatries, we find ourselves doing those kinds of things. We even worship our degrees. We worship our our monies. You know, we worship we worship our ego. We, we people worship achievements, and um, when they stand up, they give praises to this. Look at me. Look at my car. Look at my plane. Uh, look at my wife, you know, trophies, um, uh, people worship trophies, hidden idolatry in trophying people. We also see that amongst many things, Muruti. Yes, um, thank you, my brother. Yeah, I, I fully agree with you. I fully agree with uh, uh, Muruti Kabamba. I, I happen to be listening, mm. even as... Uh, I got cut off with my phone, mm. uh, being unable to to receive that. any longer. Yeah, but <clears throat> I want to say, uh, in addition to what you are saying, that uh, it, it, idolatry is is a huge, huge problem to humanity or to mankind. Why? Because it has to do with what we perceive, mm. what we, we, you know, mentally we, we make up and, and have a picture. And, and, and so that picture starts first in the mind and then we project it out. If we make and and those uh, primitive, what we call primitive societies, mm. who used to have uh, idols of 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 um, wood, stone, things which were carved. It was not those things themselves. It was actually the mental picture 
the perception that people had and then they projected it onto something material so that all the time they can actually uh, 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 worship, serve uh, that which they are having as a picture. Uh, so, so uh, you know, Prof, Prof was talking about even people having pictures on the on the refrigerator that is the first thing which you see. Why? Because it's about, you put it there because you have a certain picture uh, of what you uh, 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 give priority to. Mm. That's why you put a picture there. It's not the picture which is your idol. Your idol is what the picture represents. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm going at length on this. Why? Because uh, we, we may tend to say in these days, no, no, we are not having those stones, we are not having those wooden things that we are holding to as idols. But we still continue to formulate pictures, perceptions uh, uh, of what we count as priority, top priority in our life. Now, that is exactly idolatry. That is replacing the invisible God, the true invisible God who has revealed himself to us through his son, Jesus, the Christ. Those that were uh, living uh, uh, during the time when he was walking here on earth, they saw him in the flesh. But after he was resurrected, uh, he, he truly was seen to be of no a particular uh, uh, feature uh, because the word of God says he would appear in a different form to them. In other words, they would say a human being, but they would miss him because the features which they were seeing were not necessarily those that they were used to. Mm. There were those two men who were going to Emmaus. Yeah. They met him, they walked with him. They couldn't recognize that it is him. They only recognized when he started breaking bread and, and, and sharing with them, and then when he disappeared. And it also says in Mark chapter 16, verse 12, about that. After that, he manifested in a different form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. You see, that is why after the resurrection, they had a problem to actually uh, say, this is him, and unless they hear him or he reveals himself. Why? Because the true invisible God cannot be represented by these things that we are making in his place. Even the image which he has given us is a man called Jesus Christ. And it's demonstrable from the scriptures that after resurrection, uh, what Paul says in Second Corinthians chapter 5, that although we knew him after the flesh, we knew him no more after the flesh. Mm. It was a revelation that God cannot be perceived uh, uh, the way we perceive curtains, the way we perceive uh, stones, the way we perceive chairs, and so forth. Now, having said that, my brother, I'm coming now to where we have been uh, 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 speaking, uh, uh, you and, and Prof. Kabamba. Because we have these pictures in our minds of what is more important in our life. Those things become our idols because we put them in the place of God instead of perceiving all the time this God whom we cannot see with our eyes. We can only perceive him in terms of uh, 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 what the truth says about him and what the Spirit says about him. And because we are not focusing on those, the Spirit and the truth, 
we end up uh, uh, falling into the trap of having idols replace God. And I believe that is why John, when he wrote in his letter, first letter, chapter 5, first John, chapter 5, the last verse, he says this, little children, keep yourselves from idols. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some examples which uh, Prof. Kabamba made. There are some examples which you made yourself as well. I want to read uh, Luke, where Jesus Christ was speaking, to give my 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 one little example now, uh, uh, and then we can still talk about others later on. But I want to read in Luke chapter twelve from this uh, uh, fifteen. It's, it's up to verse twenty-one. It says, and he said to them. Take heed and beware of covetousness, which is greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he debated within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to save my fruit? So he said, I will do this. I will dismantle my bonds and build greater ones. And there I will save all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your respite, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be requisitioned from you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who saves for himself and is not rich toward God. Anyone with anything that he uh, 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 deems to be important for themselves, and they are not rich towards God. They have an idol. And what does it mean to be rich towards God? It means to always put God first in all things. If I own a car, I shouldn't be boasting about it as my car. I should be boasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of God and saying, God, it's at your disposal. When God wants to use it for whatever reason, it should be available to be used that way. Whether a house, whether... So if my attitude brings out a picture where it's always God who comes first rather than self, then any and everything which I have, uh, I am content to have it. I don't want more. Covetousness, greed, is to, even when you have, you still want more. Why? Because you are number one. God is not number one. Mm. I hear you. When God is actually substituted because people are thinking of something else, you know, and uh, there are many things that had started in the name of Yahusha. They, they've written there. But when you get inside, you find that, hey, this is actually a family business. <laughs> this is actually a family business, you know. Uh, and you preach something else other than, you know, glorifying that family. You'll never be invited again in that. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 67 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. 
Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339 or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. Deuteronomy 7.25 You shall burn the carved images of other gods with fire and you shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for themselves, lest you be snared by it. For it is an abomination before the Lord. Now, the snare of silver and gold is another form of hidden idolatry. Um, uh, preachings have changed, uh, Pastor Sam, into money seminars, isn't it? This is a form of idolatry, isn't it so? Yeah, you see, uh, it's like nowadays in the temple, you know, people cannot live without money. But then you find yourself that uh, there's uh, one thing that uh, uh, he says in the book of First uh, Timothy. Say that the love of money is uh, the root of all evil. Mm. You see that uh, for, for money, people can do anything. Mm. Uh, we see whatever, like, I mean, the crisis in which we are right now, because of, I mean, the, uh, the reverence that people have toward money, mm. that they can make other people suffer. They can make other people uh, pay the ultimate price. Mm. And this exactly is happening in our churches. You see some men of God, some women of God, some brothers and sisters, they, they, they don't care about what might happen to other people, but as long as they can get what they want. People can go to the extent of even lying, bringing something in front of everybody in order for them to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. Money has become something that uh, uh, without that they cannot leave. While we know that money is just there to, to help us to... To, I mean, to reach to whatever we have to reach. But somehow, uh, money has become I mean, uh, a, a driving force. That a lot of people today, as I said before, they can kill. They can do anything just for money. They don't see God bigger than money. They see money even bigger than God. Some people will tell you, money will answer everything. That people go to that extent. And we see it even sometimes even in our churches, uh, we say things in front of people uh, without uh, realizing that uh, we might be corrupting their mind mm. by telling them that uh, uh, you become a millionaire, you become this. People start now pushing their mind, as uh, Muruti said, uh, when it comes to idolatry, it's about perception. What do you perceive? What do you see? Mm. When they start talking to you about you're going to become a millionaire, it's a good thing. It's a good motivation, I mean, speaking kind of. It motivates you to become something. But how are you going to drive, what is going to drive you to get to that place? Is it going to be God or is it going to be yourself? Is God going to be part and uh, as the priority or God going to be just on, on the back seat watching you as you're doing the thing? And you see today, it's like the whole world, uh, after the majority of people, they tend to look at, I mean, they tend to consider money more than even God himself because they will push for anything. They will go to some extent. As I mentioned before, killing is not a problem. Walking on people is not a problem. They will do any kind of thing as long as they reach where they are to reach. And this is not only a matter that's happening outside of the church, but it's happening in the church, as I mentioned. But you see in the church as well, you see pastors who are getting richer and richer. You ask them a question, why do you have two uh, uh, private jets? What for? Why do you have them in... If, because they'll tell you, no, I have, I have one, because first of all, when they get one, they say, I've got this one because I need to reach uh, faster where I'm going. 
Mm. Okay, but if you take I mean, a, a, a public uh, uh, flight, whatever, you're not going to get there. I don't know. Anyway, mm. then you see them buying another one. You ask yourself a question. Why do you have the second one? Why people around themselves, uh, people in their own churches, are suffering. They cannot even afford to, I mean, uh, the, to pay taxes. They walk to church. But you see a pastor driving a limousine, driving a Lamborghini, driving, and you ask yourself, what's going on? What is, what is the, mob, I mean, what's the, 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 the drive behind all this? What is pushing them to acquire all their things? It's not God. Mm. It is just the love of money. They are just making it, pushing and pushing and pushing until they become whatever they can become. We've seen this during this uh, pandemic. Even those who have tried to, to, to help other people, they did it uh, just for, for sure. It was not really something that they did. So that, I mean, uh, they may remain uh, that they're helping the, 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 the poor. But they did it so that new people, you may give even them more. Because when you see them doing something, hey, that means our pastor is doing the good thing. Let's go and, and throw money. But it's just a strategy to make you pay, to give you more. The little that you can give out there, you think that's the biggest. That, I mean, you think that it's the biggest thing they have done. And we see a lot of men of God, they are, they are doing that. Even these uh, work, work, works that they do, the social works that they do out there, you think that, I mean, it is for, 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 I mean, for God per se, but it is just for another uh, way of making more money. In other words, I mean, attracting moment to themselves. And you ask yourself, what has become of our churches? Our churches today is not about God. It's about what am, what am I going to gain into this? Whatever we've got, I mean, freely, we want to sell it. And all these, these are hidden things. These things that I mean, we, we, we might not see them with our, our, I mean, our, our, I mean, our natural eyes. But when you go deeper in the spirit, you can understand that we've been cooked in our churches without us, I mean, realizing People push for money. People go for money. They do anything for money. They do anything for them to be okay. Even when they leave, I mean, they, they, they have to leave uh, the, the legacy behind. They won't leave it to anybody. They won't leave it in the family. Meaning the son of some, what is pushing them is their well-being, not your well-being, not our, our, all of us' well-being, but it's for their own well-being. And all these uh, signs that show that people are, 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 are I mean, they're admiring they are loving, they are putting their mind on other things than God. Mm. It's one of those things when people start to put other things than God, then you know that there is a problem reached here. And yeah. uh, there is a bit of, a, you know, uh, things that are not going well. I see people are sending WhatsApps here. People are even sending pictures of themselves. Good morning. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> but he's in another country, I understand, and it looks like he's in China, uh, because well, no. it's four o'clock there in the morning. And uh, Brendan, I see you've sent a WhatsApp there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, send us your WhatsApp. So a two six five seven two seven two nine. Give us a shout. Zero one two double three four one three double two. Or 12 Hidden idolatries amongst us. Quite sad, a thing to talk about. Now, let me come to this one, Maruti. And, uh, this is uh, also, you know, um, speaking directly. Uh, <laughs> deception is another f- uh, uh, vehicle through which uh, yeah. idolatry comes. Let me take this call first. Hello there, hi. Hi, Ray. Good morning to you. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How are you this evening? I'm very well. How are you, buddy? All right, thanks. Ray, um, I'm going to quickly uh, just do a couple of examples here, and we can go into the subject further next week. Yes. Um, if we turn to Exodus 32, verses 1 to 4, we see that the Israelites there uh, made a golden calf. Mm. Uh, in place, uh, they were waiting for um, uh, they were waiting for Moses to come down from the mountain. Mm. They got impatient mm. and they said to Aaron, "Come, let's make a golden calf." And they took it, uh, they took all the gold jewelry and everything, and so the whole chapter goes there. And that was the start of idolatry, right at the beginning in Exodus thirty-two, verse one. 
If we go further into the Old Testament, we see that there's many examples of idolatry taking place. In Joshua 24:15, the object was, was created uh, by the Canaan and Hebrews brought new temptations to worship um, the object created rather than the Creator. And Joshua 24, 15 poses the, the classic question, whom will you serve? So, and then, Ray, I think in modern day times, very quickly, because time is going, um, if we look at ourselves, we've got so many objects of worship, that including in our lives today, fame, reputation, hobbies, pride, and uh, the house that we live in, the, the car that we drive, the idols of, of, uh, of everything that we own, it all comes into the idolatry way of life that we're living today. And people are not truly worshipping God as God should be worshipped. They're worshipping things of material value, of things that um, are in their lives more important than what God is. And uh, I think next week we can go deeper into it, but that's just what I'm thinking at the moment, Ray. Wow, I really appreciate and uh, thank you so much. Thank you for the intro. I appreciate it so much, my friend. All right. Then we'll hear from me next week about selling to the subject, right? God bless you and pass our regards, all right? Thanks very much, everybody. Okay, but we're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 012-334-1322. Hidden idolatries that we see amongst ourselves. can also give us a shout on 12 8699 and uh, let's hear what you say with regards to this now this is amazing setting up a sacred pillar which the lord your god hates deuteronomy 16:22 and i want to go back to deuteronomy 11:16 take heed to yourself lest your heart be deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them deception has become uh, another vehicle for hidden idolatries amongst us. And it looks like many follow deceptions at times. Murudim Raga? Yes. Um, <clears throat> the antidote for deception is the truth. Mm. And, and, and Jesus said, your word is truth. Mm. Uh, talk, talking to the Father. And yeah. that same Jesus... Hold, is, hold it, hold it is, a bit for me, Murudim. I'm sorry about that. It's all a bit. Sorry about it. Hello there, hi. Hello, my brother. Hey, Putuami. I'm against the prophets using their tongues, declaring, mm. Mm. you are going to be rich. Mm. And, I mean, that is lying, saying the Lord has told me to tell you. Mm. That is deception, my brother. That is deception at its best form, brother. Absolutely. And love our God, obey His word, and test all signs, wonders, and things, brother. Yeah. All the time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sir. How's it going? And said about that, Muruti, uh, you can continue, sir. No, it's, uh, it's very fine because I believe even our brother 
is, is, is answering that very question mm. or that uh, 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 what you raised about deception. Mm. Uh, and, you know, in following just on what he was saying, uh, I'm, I'm going back to saying uh, the antidote to deception is, is the truth, which is Jesus Christ himself. And the word of God says in John chapter 1, uh, he was uh, uh, full of truth and grace, so that those who walked with him experienced this grace and the truth. Now, if we uh, ignore the, the grace and the truth which is in Christ Jesus, uh, meaning his words uh, uh, and not taking it seriously, when we do not come to the spirit of grace and and learn from being directly because he has come to teach us. The word of God says in this covenant that we are in, the first covenant, it is God who is going to be teaching us. Mm. One of the deceptions is that we are expecting other people to teach us. And therefore, the enemy who wants to sell us idols will always slip in idols. Uh, through the deception of expecting to be taught by other people and not to be taught by the Lord himself who said, I will teach them. And no one will say to the other, no, the Lord. And and this is the issue that uh, my brother was, was relating to, that the way, the truth, the word of truth says, can the living go to inquire from the dead. That is in Isaiah chapter 8. Mm. That one. If, if we know the truth, if I have been taught by the Lord and I am continuing to be taught the Lord, who is full of truth and full of grace, one, I will not go and inquire from those who are dead about my situations as a living person. I will believe what the Lord says, that he has my, my future uh, 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 in his consent. He, and he is my hope for everything. Number two, the other twin spirit uh, uh, is that of pillar, which has come through as if it started on Jesus Christ. Like you are saying, as if all these things have been started on Yeshua, Amashiach. Mm. Uh, I'm talking about churches, mm. where they have got buildings with pillars in front of the churches. It looks uh, sort of innocent. It yes. is not innocent. When you go to uh, Rome, the Vatican, in the center of that uh, 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 place where many gather there when the Pope uh, uh, addresses them uh, on the feast days. There is a pillar which is about 25 meters high. That pillar was carved out of one of the mountains uh, in Africa and was sent by barge to, to, to Rome. That pillar, that obelisk, is one of the things which God said, you shall not have those things. That's what he was telling the children of Israel, the sons of Israel when they came out of Egypt. That you have seen these things. When you find them even in the land of Canaan, destroy them. But do you know what, my brother? In Washington, D.C., there is another pillar like that. Mm. In, in Constantinople, which today is called, um, uh, the, it's the, 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 the capital city of Turkey. There is another one like that. And most of the cities in Europe have got all these kind of obelisks, but they don't just end there. They are part of the architecture of the building of many denominations. And what it means is people come into the building, calling on the name of Christ, yet they are under this a, a, a pillar which has been held high. What is it saying? In the spiritual realm, we are sitting there, we are calling on the name, yet at the same time we are sitting under a spirit of deception over us. That is why 
today, when you look at these denominations, you'll find that people go in and out, but they don't know the ability of the Spirit. They don't know the power mm-hmm. of the grace of God. They are not yeah. depending on the grace of God. One other example I want to pull out is this. There is a man called uh, uh, Solomon. He asked for wisdom from God, and God gave him wisdom, gave him wealth, gave him a lot of things. In Ecclesiastes, when we read the book, when he starts, he says, I took time to study wisdom. I took time to study foolishness. I took time to study madness. There is one thing which he neglected to pursue. He neglected to pursue grace. What is grace? Grace is help from God. Mm. So he, he got all these things, but he was deceived. Because he ended up, the very wise, you know, when a man is wise, he knows everything that needs to be known and to apply. But the very man who knew all these things was written about in the book of Ezekiel. When we read chapter 16 of Ezekiel, the Lord speaks to Jerusalem. He says to Jerusalem, this is where you started from. And he tells Jerusalem how it started while it was a Canaanitish city. And he says, I came and I saw you. You were wallowing in your blood. And then I came again and I visited you and I anointed you and I did this and I gave you uh, embroidery. I gave. Now, he's given the history of Jerusalem. Jerusalem from the time it was under uh, the Canaanites, the Jebusites, and when David took it over and it was anointed, the temple, uh, uh, I mean, the, 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 the tent of, 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 of uh, worship that David brought in stood there on Mount Zion. And the son of David, Solomon, built the house that God wanted to be built on that uh, 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 mountain in Jerusalem. And Jerusalem became known far and wide. Men and women came to to the place of Jerusalem because of what God had done for Solomon. But if we read further in Ezekiel chapter 16, going down, you see, especially starting from verse 15, he said, but you trusted in your own beauty. Mm. Played hallowed because of your faith. And poured out your hallowed tree on everyone passing by who would have it. Remember the the, 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 the people who came to uh, uh, um, the king, king, I think it's Zechariah, uh, 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 and, 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 and he opened everything for them to see the, the treasures, and they ended up being the ones who came and pillaged Jerusalem. Now, these writings, they are the truth. And because we don't go to the Word of God and allow the Spirit of God, the Spirit of grace, to teach us what God has been speaking over so many years ago, we don't have an idea who God is. Yeah. We get deceived into having all kinds of uh, idols in front of us. One example, this last example which I've been pointing oh, okay, to, okay. is Solomon. How yeah. he actually, who, who should have known this thing, actually ended up uh, uh, making the city of Jerusalem become a hallow. And this is what is also happening among our uh, uh, churches of the saints today. We are engaging and engrossed with any and every other thing except the true living God. Yeah. And where can we find the true living God? In Christ Jesus, in His Word, in His Spirit. Uh. If we become focused there, Right. We will escape these hidden idols. Okay. Um, we are still going to take this to part two. And uh, that we we get to understand, you know. Uh, here's another one. It says, it's a WhatsApp says, When you build a temple, no pillars. And it collapses, killing many. This was a pillar. Let the dead bury the dead. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, well said, spoken there. I'm just checking those that we passed through uh, who had gone on to say quite a lot of things there and others are telling me about COVID. I don't know, Brendan, what you said there. and uh, I don't know if you were talking to us or you were talking to someone else. Uh, yeah.
You are where you are today. All right, Brendan, you were not you were not talking to us. You sent a sermon over. Right, I was just going to feel guilty that I didn't get to speak to you. Um, Pastor Sam, finally, what say you also there? Uh, yeah, uh, Judges 17.3 says, When he had returned uh, the 1,100 shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I am wholly de- uh, dedicated, I wholly dedicated the silver from my hand to the Lord for my son, to make a carved image and a molded image. Now, therefore, I will return it to you. Uh, here's another thing. Gifts that are also dedicated to other gods without our knowing, uh, and words that are spoken over gifts. We also see idolatry there. We have seen yeah. uh, people also bringing envelopes with money to the church, and they want the pastor to speak over it. Uh, if he doesn't speak mm. over it, they don't feel blessed enough and all that. Hidden idolatry, yeah. Maruti, finally. Yeah. We only left it, two uh, minutes. I'm sorry, Maruti. Yeah. yeah. I know I know that uh, we have a lot to say, and uh, we might be coming back next week again yes. to talk about it. Yes, sir. Uh, you need to remember that uh, even Jesus got asked to prevent the, uh, the Samaritan woman uh, she was going to the mount. I mean, she was going. She was talking about. I mean, the the well that this is their own well, mm. and uh, she also talking about. I mean, about the worship. She was talking about the worship that you Jews you worship to this mountain and this. Uh, as she was, to the, the, I mean, uh, mm. was in Jerusalem and mm. all this. And just got had to say, no, the time has come. There'll be no more mountain. There'll be no more uh, Jerusalem. But it's about the heart. Mm. Now you've talking you've spoken about uh, uh, going to church. I mean, some people they think that God he only acts in the church, not only in the building per se, but he acts to a certain place. No, he cannot only act when when you get to the pulpit mm. on that same spot. That way, if you get there, then whatever they say there is going to happen. Hey. That is another form of idolatry because mm. mm. God is everywhere. God lives in us. Means that we cannot give God, we cannot represent God. We put God in certain representation. That is the only thing that God can act. Yeah. The moment you start operating that way, that mm-hmm. way the word deception comes. Men of God have brought that to us, telling us that I mean, you can only receive if you come closer to me. Mm. That is another form of idolatry. All right. And uh, someone was saying, hey, family, please share the scriptures. Uh, no, no. What's wrong with this WhatsApp? There's some messages that are not supposed to be coming here, but we get them. <laughs> we get them anyway. <laughs> you know, just like this. No How can you send the song? Come on! All right. Next week we are taking it further, Baruti. We are taking it further. We are going to dwell on it very much. So. Much blessings to you, and um, yeah. pass our regards at home, Pastor Sam, and to the believers. Yes, I'll do so. Do the same. Greet the family and love them very much. And I, I also convey my greetings to uh, Pastor Muraki and the whole family. Thank you so much. Muruti Muraka. Uh, pass our regards and love at home and uh, the saints also. We love them so much. Thank you for the time. Yeah, thank you so much, Pastor and and Pastor Gabamba, and you too also, and your family, and Pastor our beloved family there, we love them, eh? Amen, amen. Yes, we love you too. Thank you so much, and good night to both of you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen to that. And of course, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the only true potentate, Yeshua HaMashiach. We bless his holy name, that even tonight, by his Holy Spirit, he guides us into all truth. Yahuwah, our Father, thank you. And thank you so much for calling on. Thank you for the WhatsApps. Thank you for listening on. God bless you amazingly. God bless you powerfully. God bless you throughout. Be safe. Be healthy. In the name of Yahusha Hamashiach. Shalom. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za
Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.